بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده أبرادن سيستر I just want to reflect with you on one simple issue and that is the way we think about our religion about, about Islam about Deen If we consider any activity that we do in our lives, whether it is our businesses, whether it is academics, we go to college, we go to school, we go to the shop, we go to work somewhere. Uh, when we consider them, with all of them, we clearly understand a benefit that we are getting from it, either directly or in the future, right? Like Abdullah is going to college, so why are you going to college? Because of some benefit in the future, right? Similarly, you work in the in your father's business, why do you do that? Because there is an immediate benefit. At least I hope there is. He's paying you or not paying you. <laughs> so for everyone, we have a clear understanding. There's no fogginess in the mind about that. And that's the reason why whether it is rain, moon or sunshine, whether it is snowing, whether it is cold, whether it is hot, you will get up in the morning, you will go to the shop, you will open the shop, you will go to the college. You won't have a situation where one day you go there, the shop is closed, what happened? You say, no, you know, today is too much of rent. Now today there is snow. Or today, well, I am feeling lazy. No, I mean, if you did that, then the shop would be finished. I mean, there would be no shop. But with respect to Islam, what do we do? I'm not talking about people who do not practice the religion, who don't pray, who don't go to the mosque. I'm not. I'm talking about people like us who go. Alhamdulillah, we go. We go as far as, as much as possible. Maybe for every salah, maybe at least one salah in the day, two salah in the day in the masjid. Then we have, uh, inshallah, we at least we hope we have. We have a routine, right? So we have, we read at least so much of Quran every day and so on. Is there a clear understanding of the benefit of that? What if you don't do it one day? What will happen? With the shop, you know clearly. If I don't go one day, this is the business loss I will have. There's no doubt about that. In college, you know exactly if I don't go on Monday, there was a class on business management, I lost that class. Now I've got to find out another way of making up for it and so on, but at least that lecture is gone. So very clearly we know but with our practice of deen, right? Leave the salah. For example, if you say, supposing I say I read maybe, you know, one page of Quran every day. I'm, I'm being very, you know, basic. Say one page. Now, one day you don't read it. So what? Do you feel anything? I'm not saying, I'm not asking for an academic uh, answer. You know, so what meaning? Well, I would have read so much that each uh, harf, Nabi Sallallahu said, Alif, Lam, Mim, each harf is ten hasanat. I don't say Alif, Lam, Mim is one harf. Alif is one harf. Lam is one harf. And, uh, uh, you know, the Mim is one. So therefore, thirty hasanat. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying, is there a feeling in the heart that I had a loss today? And my loss is that I did not read my 
prescription or my my routine of Quran today for some reason it didn't happen. Do we feel that? Or is this one more job? I do I do five things. Reading Quran is the number six thing. That's it. So I will do it. Alhamdulillah. Not that I am stopping. I will do, but there is nothing special about that. It's a it's a job like any other job. Which one is it? I mean, for each, I'm not asking you to answer me. I'm saying for us individually, we need to think of this. The reason I'm saying that is because only when we think of this and we get a feeling and an understanding of that, then we will have, we will give it importance. No, it's, a, it's human nature. Human nature is to look for something in which there is benefit and to go away from something in which there is loss. And if there is something which is neither beneficial nor loss, then it is okay. If I do it, it's good. If I don't do it, it's okay. That's the usual attitude we have for everything. So where does Islam fit into this picture? Whatever our practice of Islam, where does it fit into the picture? As I told you again, no academic response. Reality for myself, where is it? Of course, it is not harmful. We know that. But is it beneficial? Are you chasing it? Because we chase what is beneficial. We know something is good for our health. So what do we do? We go to the gym. We go hiking. We go walking. We go cycling. So many miles and so on, so on. It is painful. At least initially it is painful. Still we do it even though it is painful because we know there is a benefit that I will receive from this. The pain doesn't stop you. When you go to the gym and you start exercising, the whole body pains. But you don't stop. You you know it is good, so you continue to do that. So where does Islam fit into this? That is my question. Because the challenge that we have, take for example in this masjid, we are watch how do we excite the youth? How do we get the youth interested in coming to the masjid? And I tell people, forget the youth. How do you excite yourself? Tell me that first. Are you excited? To come to the masjid. One day if you don't come. Do you feel the loss? Because if I am not excited. How am I going to excite him? How? I am myself not interested. So I am supposed to now sell this thing. Which I which am not interested to. How is it going to happen? Not going to happen. I was just now in Springfield College. And one of the. Students who comes there, MSA, we were talking. So this person said, I am here in America from my country. I've come and uh, I've come to the college to study and so on. But really as a Muslim, I don't know why I'm here. Why did Allah bring me here? So I said that if a lamp Right? Say you are a lamp. And if you ask me, why am I here? What is the answer? To light up the place. No? What else does the lamp do? What does the lamp do? It lights up the place. Is there anything else a lamp does? No. Lights up the place. So whether you are in the bedroom or you are in the basement or you are on top of the roof or you are outside in the, in the yard or 
you are in America or you are in Japan, you are anywhere you are, if you are a lamp, then you are, you have only one job. And that is to spread light, to dispel darkness. No? To dispel darkness. قُلْ جَاءَ الْحَقُّ وَزَاهَقَ الْبَاطِلِ إِنَّ الْبَاطِلَ كَانَتْ هَوْقَ Allah SWT said this. Said, say, haq has come, the batil has disappeared. It is the nature of batil to disappear. What is darkness? If I ask you to describe darkness, what is darkness? Tell me. Lack of light, right? Does darkness have an identity of its own? No. Darkness is the name given to the lack of light. Light has an identity. Right? Light has an identity. You don't say light is the absence of darkness. Nobody will give that def- definition. You say, what is light? You know what is light. But darkness, does it have an identity? No. Batil is what? Darkness. Zulumat. Right? Zulumat. Zulumat. Plural. What is zulumat? Darkness. Ghaflat is zulumat. Darkness. And what, it, what dispels darkness? Light. Noor. So if I am a Muslim, my job is what? Light up the place. That's it. So if a Muslim says to me, I don't know why I am here, I will say, no, hold on a second. Do you know who you are first of all? Before you know why you are here, you should know who you are. Because why depends on who? The chair has an identity, the table, the, this musalla has an identity, this mic has an stand has an identity. They are not the same things. So if, if this thing is here and say, why am I here? I won't say it's for somebody to sit on it. No. If the chair is there, I won't say it is for the bike. No, it is not. So before you say why I am here, you should say who are you, first of all. Define that. The why will depend on the who. So who am I? I am a lamp. No, every Muslim is a lamp. The purpose of a Muslim is what? To spread the light of Hidayah, the nur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the world. And that's what I, I want to leave with you, I leave myself, which is let us think about this beautiful, beautiful deen that Allah has given us. And truly value it. It's not yet one more job, no. It is the way in which we work. It is the reason we exist. And like I gave the example of the lamp, each one of us, inshallah, is a lamp. And our job is to dispel darkness. We burn so that others will see the light. And when I say burn, I don't mean burn as in fire burn. I'm saying as in illumination. Yeah. You ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to use us to dispel the darkness of ghafla, the darkness of batil, the darkness of shirk and kufr from the world and to light up the world with the nur of the hidayat of Islam with the nur of the beauty of this deen, with the rahmah and the mercy and the forgiveness and the maghfirat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, jalla jalaluhu. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyil kareem wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Bi rahmatika ar-rahim.